And welcome back to Mixed Media Live on another Monday night, Monday at 9.30 p.m. Still feels a little bit strange, but I, I do like it personally better. So uh, if you'd like it also and you enjoy this time, let us know in the chat. Um, I'd love to see a lot of people filter in because today's going to be an exciting uh, episode uh, for the next few hours where we're going to share our thoughts on all things media, gaming, uh, music, um, movies, in this case, another M, Metaverse. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so uh, what we do here on the podcast is talk about those things. Um, and I guess that it'll be more efficient if we just uh, introduce ourselves real quick. So my name is Irving Nestor. I'm a filmmaker and a media entrepreneur. I own a company called Ariella. Oh, wrong way. <laughs> there we go. Hi, I'm Ben Costello. I'm a flute player and a media composer. Hey, I'm Nathan Nestor. I'm a 3D modeler and a uh, game developer. Yeah, and uh, basically what we do is we talk about our individual topics. Um, and uh, at the front, we talk about the news. Um, but before we do that, how are your guys' weeks? Uh, my week was pretty pretty busy, pretty eventful. Um, I uh, went on a little music e- uh, exploration, found some uh, new artists, which was cool. Watched the movie I mentioned in uh, the Discord called Shoplifters. I watched it twice in two days. Um, <laughs> the first time I watched it, I, I well, I went in expecting literally nothing because for a school assignment, as it's it's for a class called World Cultural Regions. So essentially, get a bunch a list of list of films we can choose to to watch from various different regions of the world. You know, they're like American movies. I was like, that's boring. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, you know, I have an excuse to watch those anytime I want to. So, uh, you know, this is an uh, interesting time when I'm recommended uh, foreign films that I wouldn't be recommended normally. That being said, I got the movie for free through the school. Um, the school uh, uses a service called Canopy, and uh, essentially you can just watch a bunch of movies for free that uh, the school pays for or whatever. So... Given that they're free, I didn't really expect much. I was like, oh, okay, these are probably like kind of mild <laughs> uh, in nature, maybe just all right. But no, it was actually really good to, to the point where I watched it twice. Uh, the film was Japanese. Um, I watched it because uh, I was looking at the list and like most of these just seem like unsavory based on the title. But, you know, I don't know. You know, I guess I shouldn't judge by a title. But, <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, I uh, eventually chose to watch it. Pretty good. Uh, would recommend. I think it. I'll probably rant about it on the Discord at some point. But I feel I think it's more of a like a something that hits me personally. Like I would definitely understand if someone watched it and was like, ah, yeah, it's like just good, you know, nothing <laughs> like, crazy about it. Yeah, um, that's been my week. <laughs> Can- Canopy is a great service if you, uh, you know, I- I've talked about it before. I unfortunately like my university doesn't pay for all of it, including like it's like I think only 140 movies out of the entirety of Canopy that I can watch for free, which means, you know, some great stuff, like a lot of a lot of great Kurosawa, which I have explored a lot this year so so far, but not all the stuff that I want to see that I know is on there. Um, yeah, so my week, I don't know, it's been, um, it's been pretty, pretty busy with class you know but a little a little bit more interaction uh, last few days with like other actual students on campus today was the first day of on uh campus classes you know I mean, we've had on campus ensembles so it's you know good hopefully i can meet some more people i've also uh I volunteered for this kind of ensemble that is uh people who are you know thinking about like 
actual recording, you know, careers and um, doing that kind of stuff, you know, on on campus. Um, so hopefully, you know, I can meet some more people who are, you know, media composers and people, you know, involved want, who want to be involved with media recording. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, I guess I did have the, the most eventful week. Um, biggest news for me is I uh, started uh, shoot. I, I talked about it last episode that I'm returning to YouTube, and I started shooting all the stuff for it. Um, got a, my first four video plans I planned. I'm super excited to finally have the time. Took a lot of time to like carve one layer at a time. You know, back my life basically, um, and uh, be able to do that. So that's pretty cool. And uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to be hopefully starting to watch uh, a whole bunch of uh, Oscar nominated films uh, this week. So uh, there's that. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to see um, Don't Look Up and Power of the Dog because I've heard good things about the scores for both of those. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and that kind of segues perfectly into uh, the news for the week. So for me... Um, I'll start with uh, just listing off the Oscar nominations uh, for for I think I'm just going to do best picture and then maybe uh, for Ben's sake, I'll read the the, the best soundtrack one. <laughs> so here it is uh, for 2022 best picture uh, nominees are Belfast, uh, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice uh, Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog. West Side Story. So uh, if I, uh, once I sort of get a handle on all these films, what they're about, I might, I almost certainly will not be able to watch them all. But, you know, once I get an idea of what each of them is about, I probably can make a reasonably good prediction of like what two films are really in the contending for, uh, for, <laughs> for the actual Best Picture Award. Stay tuned for that because I like uh, making my predictions. And uh, yeah, that's it for the Oscars for Best Picture. Let's see if I can, and you could just look up this list, but this is just to put you on notice uh, that the nominees are out. Um, so for original score, we've got Don't Look Up, Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, uh, and The Power of the Dog. I've never heard of Parallel Mothers before. I haven't either, and nor have I heard it about it even in like the context of the music so that's interesting yeah i'm hoping to catch a few documentaries this time around as well we'll see how much time i have <laughs> and so uh yeah that's that's it for the oscars now for general news um let's see what i've got here so oh yeah so uh, i've been you know always keeping in touch with the alec baldwin situation because for whatever reason there's always news every week about it which is is kind of incredible considering how far out we are from the event but the uh on-site medic who's a nurse is now suing pretty much everyone in the production except alec baldwin <laughs> for trauma and and uh pain and suffering uh with regards to the shooting which it's kind of a ridiculous lawsuit it's almost certainly a frivolous lawsuit uh but you know, she saw the money pot and <laughs> she's going after it. I'm not sure what the no Baldwin situation is about in terms of suing everyone but him, um, considering he's the one who actually pulls the trigger. It kind of seems to make sense uh, to to add him into the into the mix of people to sue. But I don't know. Um, and not, that's not to say that she doesn't actually feel any trauma. It's just more to say when you look at the uh, the actual 
you know, case itself and you read out the facts, it doesn't really look like she's going to win her claim as it again, reads more like a gossip, you know, sort of entry rather than a proper uh, lawsuit that proves that she deserves compensation, especially given that she is in fact a medic. Um, it kind of comes with the job is what the easy argument is going to, is going to be pretty much everyone else could make this argument except for her, at least on the face of it. So we'll see what happens with that. And the other thing is sort of an advertisement for the segment I'm about to do. Um, this is news about NFTs, which we're definitely going to have to do a roundtable NFTs again. But I just want to read this headline um, just because I feel like it exemplifies everything I'm about to talk about. The headline, uh, this is from some, I have no idea what this news agency is. It looks like a local news network, actually. Yeah, it's some local news network. Headline is, Samsara luggage enters the metaverse with first NFT that will debut on desperate ape wives. <laughs> just, just when, when I say des- what desperate ape wives re- uh, refers to is an NFT project, um, a series of apes that are, I guess, supposed to riff on desperate housewives, but they're apes. Uh, <laughs> So uh, that's interesting, but uh, I'm sure Sam Sarah is looking to make a, a quick buck on this project. Um, but there's many such headlines. There's a billion and one people getting into the NFT space from musicians, artists, you name it. So yeah, that's my news for the week. Um, yeah, so the big thing in film music, um, I know a couple of weeks ago we were talking about it. I think Bruce Springsteen, um, Bob Dylan, you know, having sold the rights to their music, um, which... that. that on a global scale, you know, that that's more significant um, than than this. But in terms of film music community, just this past week, uh, it was announced that Multimedia Music, uh, which is a new corporation which just raised uh, $100 million to do this exact thing, uh, struck a deal with James Newton Howard to acquire the rights to all of his film music. Um, now, we can get into that in a second. And this is definitely going to be a future show for a lot of reasons. This is really, really fascinating um, for a whole bunch of legal reasons. And so, but in short, uh, a lot of the details are not, not been disclosed. Obviously they didn't spend all 100 million acquiring rights to hit just his music. They want to do this for other composers, but this is a huge deal in the film composition world and everyone is like oh my goodness do we have to follow you know him now and and should we all be trying to do this um so i'm sure you know the similar discussions are kind of happening with big you know popular artists um like like bob dylan when, when they did this but this is a new phenomenon to the film music world so and, and i'm much more in touch with that so i know that this is a really big topic this week um, so that that's what pretty significant. Called? What was the company called? Uh, I think it's called Multimedia Music. Like an evil sounding like name. I don't know. It's like generic. It's like you know, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's like just like big music company. <laughs> yes, and uh, I know we've been doing a lot of news about Spotify recently, but uh, apparently this week Spotify is uh, allegedly going to finalize a deal a $320 million deal with FC Barcelona to acquire the, the rights to rename their stadium and also have uh, on-jersey advertising for Spotify. So, nice. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's, yeah. So Spotify continues making headlines even amidst controversy. Uh, we can't pay our artists, but we can 
we can spend 320 million on a deal with FC Barcelona. So yeah, those are some of the big uh, news, music news items of the week. Uh, so for one, Amazon Games released another game called, which is fairly fast. It's another MMO, which is very odd because you know they're now in competing spaces with themselves. I don't really get it. The game is called Lost Ark. Uh, as I said before, it's an MMO. Now, Lost Ark is currently the most played game on Steam at the moment, and it broke a record. It 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 almost broke the record for most concurrent players ever on Steam. It got number two uh, a little bit after launch. Uh, PUBG still holds the title at 3.2 million. Uh, Lost Ark is at 1.3, so it's a drop, but you know, <laughs> it's still a very significant number. Uh, CS:GO it trails behind it by about 20,000, um, so it lost its it lost its spot in top two, and Dota 2 was pushed down to, to out of the top three for. Um, most concurrent games ever. I don't really know what the big deal is. I don't really, yeah, I don't really know. I was about to say maybe it's, you know, like, oh, it's a modern take on MMOs. You know, we don't have to play World of Warcraft anymore or, like, you know, like the meme other MMOs like Arc Age that people just don't like uh, all too much. <laughs> but then they made uh, that other MMO before, and that didn't seem to take off nearly as much, although, you know, it had popularity at the start. Um, I predict, you know, a lot of people are going to play it now, uh, and I'll just die. Well, not die. I'll just say... You know, rapid decrease, rapid decline in players. So, you know, as I said before, all-time peak was 1.3 million, and currently we're at about half of that player base is currently playing the game at this moment. Um, which is still a lot, 700,000. So, currently the most played Steam game at the moment. But uh, yeah, certain, certain to decline. I'm not sure if the game is free or not. It might be free. That might be why it's uh, so popular. Let's see. Yeah, it's free. That explains it. <laughs> uh, the other Amazon games released was not free. I believe it might have been. I can't remember if you buy it, you bought it outright or subscription based. I can't remember, but it certainly was not free. Uh, I think I think I think you could buy it. I don't think it was subscription based. Um, so like that, there's a game called uh, Martha is Dead that was going to re- you know I was going to release on console on February 24th, and uh, they recently announced that they'll have to change up the content. They're being somewhat censored by PlayStation because it can uh, uh, seemingly I'm not entirely sure. Uh, this is what some Twitter person says. I don't know, like, this is definitive, right? But uh, seemingly there is a, um, a scene that is too graphic for PlayStation. And uh, that being said, this scene is on uh, is, is on Twitter. <laughs> so uh, you can watch it there if you want. <laughs> I mean, I'll say it's not gory, but what is being, like, okay, I can see it being pretty disturbing if it was realistically portrayed. I want to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh okay is it that bad in the grand scheme of like you know video game violence not really <laughs> uh is the concept of what you're doing pretty bad yeah i guess it's pretty disturbing so uh the, yeah but on xbox uh and pc technically not unregulated if you you know if you're releasing on steam but uh i guess more unregulated so pc and xbox are uh, still uh still allowing the game to um i shouldn't say pc uh, the, the Steam store, whatever store they're doing using, is is, is allowing uh, the game to release whatever current content does. But it's just PlayStation that is uh, presumably removing that scene or something. Uh, aside from that, Ben mentioned before that uh, in the Discord that um, the original Halo composers are suing um, Microsoft. I have I don't know anything about this. Uh, I have not read into this article. I have it open. I just haven't read it yet. <laughs> it's just been open. Um, oh, that's another. See, so I, we're going to have to talk about like rights you know a, a composer has it's it but it, it sounds like a pretty clear to me at least sounds like a pretty clear-cut case that uh microsoft is um not paying 
these composers the correct amount. It's so odd, because, like, I don't know, man. It's like, just pay them. I really <laughs> <laughs> well, so so it's the same move that Disney made, and I don't know what the legal status of this. I, we must have talked about this like one of our very first shows with some of the writers of the EU for Star Wars. That when Disney bought the you know Lucasfilm, um, the claim was that Disney said that oh because we 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 bought you, we don't have to you know we don't have to we're not obligated to pay the royalties that Lucasfilm was was paying you legally at least as they presented that that doesn't work but i'm not actually sure what the you know what has happened with that in the courts this is a very similar thing they wrote the music for halo and before halo was released the company was bought by um uh by microsoft and um microsoft you know says all right well so we don't have to um, we don't have an agreement with you, so we don't. We, we didn't inherit the um, the legal obligation to pay you your royalties. Basically, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's crazy how much penny pinching happens with happens with this these massive entities. Uh, they just go and buy Bethesda, and it's like, oh, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Which is a perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> into <laughs> another massive company that has uh, been making a splash. And if you want to hear about that, you've got to check out the episode uh, that is going to come out after this one about the metaverse. 